Welcome to the Jesus Never Ran podcast, where we hear stories of extraordinary people making time in their life to make a difference in this world. My name is Matt Kinzera. I am your host and eternal optimist, and today we hear from Mikkel Larson, who has turned her side hustle into just a regular hustle. Maybe I will end up working more, but I'm working on my own schedule and kind of at my own pace and on something that I care a lot about. Before we jump into this interview, it's important to note that if you want to make a difference in the world, you have to pace yourself and take some time to relax. I love sitting on my front porch, sipping on my favorite beverage from Infinity Beverages. Check them out at www.infinitybeverages.com and they can deliver right to your door. If you're in the Eau Claire area, make sure you stop by their tasting room and take a tour with master winemaker Matthew Rick. That's infinitybeverages.com. Proud sponsors of Jesus Never Ran and of Dreamers Everywhere. As I walk up to Mikkel's house, I notice a little bit of a construction zone in the back because her husband is also a passionate entrepreneur and he's making a recording studio out of their garage. Now, this is in the Midwest, so he is sacrificing a house for his car for a house for his dreams. Whole nother interview, I think, right? (laughs) I walk up the stairs and Mikkel is getting ready for a wedding. So there are just flowers everywhere because she doesn't have her own flower shop. Her home is her flower shop. So it's just filled with beautiful flowers and it just smells amazing. So I want you to hear from Mikkel and hear how this dream of hers started. So I started first a year ago. Um, I had worked previously at a flower shop and just really missed being around flowers. And so I started just doing a couple friends' weddings and um, just realized I really love it. And then you do one wedding and before you know it, all their bridesmaids are getting married and then you have 10 weddings and you have 20 weddings. And so um, I wasn't really seeking starting a business, but... I'm finding that I really love like all the facets of having a business. Like I really love the creative and artistic part of doing flowers and I love the people part of doing flowers and I love even the business end of it too. So it's been a super good fit. Um, so I feel like my dream for it would be to build it into a full-time career and um, be able to work from home or a studio and do what I love and support a family doing it and have the flexibility of being my own boss. A great thing about what Mikkel said there, I mean, so many great things, but she talks about this idea that she didn't go into it with the intention of it becoming a business. I hear that story so many times when people just do something that they really want to do or want to try without the intention of it becoming something, and then it just becomes this wonderful thing that many times ends up supporting them. And so it's a good thing to remember because in this life, it's important to do what you want to do, do what you're passionate about doing, but don't push anything so hard that you're forcing it into being. It's important to test out what's out there to see if this thing that you're feeling is really valuable to this world. And you'll find out pretty quick whether people want it or not. Now, every great dreamer has great inspiration behind them. 
And as I asked Mikkel about this, I was really excited to hear that her main inspiration is none other than her husband, Gabe. He has his own goals and dreams of what having a career could look like and um, kind of helped me see what that could look like for me too. So it kind of was encouraged by Gabe, but also my own just passion and love for flowers and my need for a creative outlet. That last thing that Mikkel said is really important for us all to think about for a little bit. We all have a need for a creative outlet. A lot of times we'll label some people as the creative people and other people as the uncreative people. That's not a reality. We all have creativity. It just manifests itself in different ways. So you can be an accountant or a numbers person and still be a creative person, just in the same way that you're creative with you're a musician or a florist. And so it's important in this world to express our creativity. And anytime that we suppress that, it really can bottle us up inside and cause us to have some issues. So whoever you are, whatever you're doing, make sure, and you don't have to make a career out of it, but make sure you have a space to express yourself creatively. I know people in this world who do things for a living, but then they have these beautiful creative outlets of painting or singing or whatever it might be. You don't even have to necessarily be good at the creative outlet that you're using, but just giving yourself the space and time to do it is a win. Now, I don't want to move away from this incredible relationship that Mikkel and her husband have too quickly because they do a great job of encouraging one another. I love just seeing the dynamics of a married couple. And both Mikkel and her husband Gabe are very creative people and sometimes that creates sticky situations in a relationship. But listen to how Mikkel and Gabe encourage one another in their dreams. That's been just like a huge learning curve and I feel like we're still definitely figuring that out as we go. Um, yeah, like Gabe right now is building a recording studio and we'll be soon like working on a record out of it and then I'm like taking over a second bedroom and turning into a flower studio. So it's been just a lot of like taking it as we go and like, okay, you need more space? Well, let me move my stuff out so you can move your stuff in or you need more finances to do what you want to do. Like, let me work a few extra hours so that you can do that right now or why don't you take a few weeks off or just kind of a, a strike and balance kind of thing of like, what do you need right now? How can I be supportive of that? And I feel like it has really gone both ways. Every person that's listening to this that's in a relationship, I want you to digest that. Going after your dream, starting something new, just doing something you're passionate about, that takes a lot of guts. We all know that, those of us who are in that space. And sometimes it can be the most discouraging place in the world. So the most important thing for us if we're in a relationship is that our spouse or a significant other is supportive of what we're doing and that we support each other's dreams. If we can't get the support of the person closest to us, it's going to be a hard road right from the get-go. Let's hear from Mikkel about a little bit of their bigger vision and their bigger dream. The ultimate vision that we both have, even though it's two independent businesses, is like one common dream and lifestyle. Like, We would love if both of us shared the responsibility of parenting 
while working from home doing our specific passions. Like Gabe could be with kids on the weekends while I'm delivering a wedding and then I could be with kids while he's off on tour or whatever. Just kind of take teaming that responsibility, but being able to be flexible and both working at home is kind of our, our joint dream, even though we're both pursuing separate things. I think because we have the same like common dream and really want the best for each other's businesses, we just feel comfortable to bring things up to each other when we need to. Um, and so we've kind of just talked about the balances between our two businesses as it's come up. I'm just blown away by this interview because Mikkel has so many great practical tools for us here. When you're starting something, again, when you have this passion or this dream, it's so easy to get caught up in the here and now. It's so easy to think, what do I have to do to get to that next step? Those are great valid questions, but they're only valid if you have a bigger dream. And I believe that that dream should be bigger than your actual business or that actual passion that you're moving forward. It has to be a dream for your entire life. So when you're thinking about your business or your passion or your ministry or whatever this thing is that you have, I want you to think about it in context of the greater whole. How is that fitting into your dream as an entire person, as an entire family? Because it needs to fit within the context of your hopes and dreams for the entirety of your life. Now what you're going to hear next from Mikkel is a great perspective and the reason why it's a great perspective is because it's probably going to be different than what you're used to hearing from me. I'm the type of person that when I have something I want to do, I just, I mean, it's wide open and the faster I can jump off a cliff, quit my job, whatever, the faster I can do it, the better for me. Now that hasn't always proven to be the best way to approach things. Sometimes it's worked, sometimes it hasn't. Mikkel takes a completely opposite approach and I want to make sure that you know that neither one is correct. Both have their place. It really depends on who you are. So I want you to hear a perspective of taking it slow. So we're kind of approaching both of our businesses, but mine especially, of just growing it really slowly and not taking that leap until it's the right time, which, I mean, I feel like everyone's definition of the right time is going to be different, but until him and I have talked about it and know we're at the right time. And so, like, this first year, I've been able to work mostly full-time and do weddings on the side, and I'll probably do, like, one more year of that. Um, but, I don't know, kind of just trying to, like, set ourselves up well financially for when that time comes that I can make that leap. So we're trying to, like, pay down all our debt and just do more saving than we normally would do. Like living really lean right now so that when the time comes, we're just kind of ready. Unbelievably well said, and it gives us a great perspective and a great lens to look through. They are planning and they are purposed planning because it all is with this idea that there is going to be a point when we take that leap of faith and Mikkel quits her job and they're doing their passion full time. Now, there's dangers to both ways you want to look at this. You can be a person like me that just jumps off a cliff, quits his job, starts a podcast, and makes it happen. Or you can be people like Mikkel and Gabe who really take a slow and grow approach. Both are great and both have huge downsides. In my situation, I've seen a lot of people, including myself, take leaps of faith 
and then they're not quite prepared or they have to push so hard that they shove open doors that probably aren't ready to be opened yet. On the other side, I've seen people like Mikel and Gabe who are in their situation and they can take things so slow sometimes that you never really get to realize the greatness that your dream could potentially have. I've met people who could plan for decades. <laughs> so at some point you have to get to that space where you say, this is when we're going to do it. And what I know about Mikkel and Gabe is that they have a date in mind. They are pretty specific about when they're going to take this leap of faith. So both are great ideas. Both are great perspectives. Both are ways you can go after your dream. It's just a matter of figuring out what's going to work for you. I, I don't know. Yeah, you do talk to different people. Like some people are like, you just have to quit your job and just go for it. And then other people are like, I've heard teachers even say like, build it until your business replaces your current income completely and then quit. So that's like ultimate security versus like none at all. And I feel like I want to be somewhere in the middle. I'm like fine to take a risk and take a leap, but also with wisdom and a little bit of stability to back it up. She makes a great point. I'm not going to lie. I love that idea of what I would call the radical middle ground. Like there's a great space between a blind leap of faith and then just ultimate security, like quitting your job when everything is absolutely for sure going to work. I think that middle ground is really important that Mikkel talked about. That wouldn't be a Jesus Never Ran podcast if we didn't get real and honest and talk about some fears. So ask Mikkel, what are some fears that she has with this passion of hers? I think there's lots of like little fears that you overcome as you start a business. Like, will anyone like my stuff? Will I even be able to do this? Like, is this even possible? And I think I've kind of gotten over a lot of those like initial fears, but now I think the fear is kind of based on what we were just talking about like will I be able to sustainably do just this and will I like it like if I spend all this time building up this business and then quit my job like will I even enjoy doing this as a full-time career um and yeah just a fear of it not being what I feel like it could be when I think about how awesome it could be I think I can look back on just how the launch of my business has gone and it's gone really well and like I've had a lot of support and a lot of encouragement from people and like there's been little bumps in the road but overall it's gone really smoothly and I feel like this is a really good use of my gifts and my abilities so I think I can just kind of remember like Mikkel you love this and this is like a good use of your time and your and so even if there's like hard things that come up it'll be fine I think that's the first time I heard that fear but it is an absolute legitimate one what if I put all of this work into this thing what if I quit my job and then I end up not liking it that is that is just real that is honest Sometimes a hobby's meant to be a hobby and a job's meant to be a job. So you would hate to do something you love, turn it into a career, and then end up not liking it simply because you're doing it too much. So good. And then the idea of overcoming fear. 
simply by, by just looking over your shoulder and just seeing that, hey, people like this. People are buying my flowers. People are recommending me to other people. And so this is a good thing. This is something that people want. No better way to overcome fears than to realize that your passion matters. My favorite wedding that I did this summer, I dropped the flowers off to the bride and she was super happy with like her bouquet and the hairpiece and personal items. But then I went and made like a full circle floral arch and did a bunch of stuff like in the ceremony space. And she, her friends told her she had to come down and look at the ceremony space before her actual wedding or she would be looking more at the flowers than at her groom. And so that was just like, I don't know, kind of a fun picture. But I really do, I mean, that's kind of what it's all about is like getting to be part of a really special day for someone. And so that does make it really rewarding to be able to then like see the bride and know that you brought to life something they'd envisioned. And I don't always get to meet the bride either. Sometimes I just drop everything off and I'm like, well, hope they like it. And that's also kind of fun too because then usually I hear from them later that they do. I love hearing from artsy people what they love about their art. So I asked Mikkel, what is it that you love so much about flowers? I love that they are temporary. Um, I only work with fresh flowers because I love that like, I don't know, the big events that we bring flowers to are fleeting. Um, and so, like, I just love that flowers are part of that. You get to enjoy them for that day, and it's really special, but they don't last. Um, which seems kind of like a funny thing to love about flowers, but I just think they add life to really special events that we have. Um, and so, I don't know, I love so much about flowers. I love... I've loved learning about just like how to care for flowers and how many different kinds there are and what season they come in and just like the reflection that is of like God's amazing creation and like that he didn't really don't need flowers for anything but they're just like this beautiful gift that we get. I think that's really fun. Um, so there's a lot that I love about flowers. Love what you do and do what you love. So great. If you can manage to spin your passion into a career, you will never regret it. Now, there's people who will say, don't turn your passion into a career because then because of the amount of work that goes with it, you will end up not enjoying that passion anymore. Now, that can be true and I've experienced that being true. I've had times in my life where I've done so much music and I've been relying on that for an income that it became a burden instead of a joy but that was because I was doing it in the wrong way and without good boundaries if you turn your passion into a career the way that you will be successful is with good boundaries that's what Jesus never ran stands for making time to make a difference and so we don't run ourselves ragged even though we may have seasons where we're busy we just want to be purposed and the best way to be purposed is with great boundaries great time management in the near future, we're going to be doing a number of podcasts with people who are experts at just creating space and time in their lives. So make sure you stay tuned for those in the near future. Mikkel has incredible insight. I mean, she's a young woman, but she has such an incredible insight on starting a new business and going after your dreams. So I want you to hear as we close up here some advice that she has 
for young budding entrepreneurs? I think that's kind of the hardest part is just like taking the first few steps. Like I think I've one thing I've learned too is that like most people running their own business are kind of just faking it. Well, pump the brakes. Did she really just say that thing that everybody knows is true, but nobody's willing to actually say out loud? <laughs> everybody's just faking it. There's some truth to that. I mean, you have an idea, you have a plan, but at the end of the deal, you're just figuring it out as you go. So awesome. So I think the fear is that like, you have to do all your research. You have to know exactly what you're getting into. You have to be super ready. And I just don't think you ever can be until you just start. Like, I think there's so much that you just figure out as you go. Um, so I think, I mean, it sounds like really cliche advice, but like you just have to start somewhere. Um, but I'm a really practical person and struggled with that too. Like I wanted to know like feasibly how much money could I make doing this? Will it be enough? Is it worth it? All those questions. Um, and so there are a lot of resources for people who just want to sit down with a business coach. Like I met with someone from SCORE, which is, um, it's retired entrepreneurs in the area that just volunteer their time to meet with people wanting to start a business. And so I met with someone from SCORE and just told him all my ideas and all my fears and everything I was thinking through. And he was like, I can't think of a single reason why you shouldn't start this business. So that was like, I think just the nudge that I needed and I needed it to come from someone who wasn't family or friends that I knew had to support me <laughs> like needed to come from like an outside party so um, there are a lot of resources for advice and tips on getting started don't forget that you're not in this alone there are people that have gone before you and there are people that know things that you need to know so wherever you are whatever community you're in find resources that are going to help you out Find people that are doing something similar to what you're doing and sit down with them and ask for advice. So many cities and towns have organizations that will help people start businesses. So many churches have people that would love to sit down and help people start a ministry. Don't try to launch this on your own. You will kill yourself. Get the help that you need so that you can be successful. As always, I like to ask the people that I interview, what advice they would have for that person that has this dream, this idea, but they're just nervous about stepping out in faith and doing it. I just, I've been so surprised at just like how fun it is to have your own business. Like aside from it just being possible, like it's very fun and you grow in ways that you didn't know you needed to grow or ways that you could grow. And so like, I guess I would just say, I don't know. I just always encourage people just to go for it. And you, like, I think, too, we get set in the fact that, like, once I start this business, that's just what I have to do. But, like, if you start it and you don't like it, you can stop it, too. Like, you're not stuck in it forever. You can switch it or change it or open something else. Mikkel Larson, walking like Jesus and pursuing her passion, looks like taking it slow and building it as it goes. Sometimes to walk like Jesus, you have to stop and smell the roses. If you would like to find out more about Mikkel Larson and Fursk Flowers, 
check out her website at www.firskfloralartistry.com. That's F-E-R-S-K. As always, if you need a little help getting from where you are to where you want to be, join The Walking Club. The Walking Club is a monthly video series that will help us to figure out how we can make this dream a reality. Check it out at www.jesusneverran.com. Next week, we dig into another story about Jesus. He's the example, so we got to figure out why he's doing what he's doing. Join us as we see why only about 10% respond to what he did.